You wake up one morning married to a stranger who loves Latvian rye bread. This dense, dark sourdough whispers of damp forest floors and peasant farmers swinging scythes through ancient fields of rye. Black-crusted and hearty, Latvian rye bread feeds your husband's body and his soul. It is a touchstone of his fractured identity, a talisman of his always present past. You thought you were marrying a European who loved food, a feinschmecker fluent in languages who would turn you into a world traveler. You do travel together, that is true. But before marrying, you did not understand the depth of your future husband's foreignness, nor could you know then that his sense of displacement would increase over time. He is not a Western European or a Northern European. He is an Eastern European refugee, one of the perpetually dispossessed, whose pasts follow behind like the tails of kites flapping noisily in the wind. Moreover, he is a man of staunch opinions. Do you, as his wife, share his passion for Latvian rye bread? For many years, his vehemence leaves little room for you to discover how you feel about Latvian rye bread, or Latvia for that matter. Before you marry, you assume his foreignness will wane. You think he will become like you, no longer yearning for rye bread or his homeland. In retrospect, you marvel at your own naivete. Again and again, you ask yourself how this happened. The answer never changes. You felt compelled to be near him. You wanted to die in his arms. He reminded you of a film noir hero in a belted trench standing under a streetlight. You loved his long, triangulated chest, his haunches, the smell of him. Even when you wish he were different, you admire him. His high standards, his fundamental decency. So many years together, and your respect does not waver. Nor does the boomeranging quality of your mutual attraction. You were flattered that he came and found you 14 years after you met. You find it comforting that he remembered you and pursued you. You never question that he loves you. But none of that can bridge the gap between you. He is so Latvian, so wrapped up in the history and culture of a tiny captive land that few can locate on a map. And you, you are so expansively American, American and Jewish. Your grandparents did not yearn for the old country. They preferred an America of fatty brisket, roast chicken, Chinese food, and fluffy challah without a gram of roughage. Also ice cream. When he complains that the hand-dipped strawberry in his dish is too rich, he always orders strawberry in a dish, not a cone, which just goes to show. You ask him how ice cream can possibly be too rich. You might as well ask how sourdough rye, so puckery and tough, can be an object of his desire.